know before Pastor Rodna comes to speak the word this morning, this is an opportunity for us to still our hearts. Still our hearts and know that He is God. So why don't you just strip everything away from the week, still your mind, still your soul. God wants to speak to us here this morning. Give him glory one more time. Let's give him glory. Let's worship him and honor him. 
He's the lamb that was slain. We just thank you, Jesus. We thank you. We just thank you. Thank you. Take your seats, guys. Thank you, beautiful band. Aren't they awesome? Let's give them a hand. We love them. <laughs> love them so much. How is everyone this morning? That's great. Well, this morning we're going to be talking about blessing, the family blessing. I love that topic. I love blessing. Who loves to be blessed? Who loves to be blessed? I do. I do. Praise God. Well, it doesn't matter who we are, where we come from. It doesn't matter what nation we were born in. It doesn't matter what nationality or what language we speak. Every single person on the earth was born into a family. Every single one of us. We were not found under a pumpkin patch as we tell our children. We did not get bored by a stalk. But every single one of us has a family. Every single one of us belongs to a family. We are either a husband or a wife. We are a father or a mother. We are a son or a daughter. We're a brother or a sister. And we all belong. And the family was designed by God to care for every single human being on the face of the earth. That was God's plan, that everyone would be birthed and nurtured in the family. And as we see in the world around us and as years progress and as time goes on, that the enemy targets that blessed, sacred unit called the family. And I just want to say before we even continue that God created the heavens and the earth and the animals and everything on the earth and he said it was good. He created man and he looked at man and man stood alone and he said, that's not good. So he brought along woman and he gave the woman to the man. And I believe at that point when the man and the woman were joined that that was the first family. So if you're here today and you are waiting for a blessing of children, you are still a family. The family unit, you are still a family. If you're a single person this morning, and you're away from your family for whatever reason, if you grew up outside your natural family, you belong, there is a blessing for every person. And you know, our Father in Heaven created the church as a family so that everybody can be embraced, everybody can find a place, everybody can be a son or a daughter of the house, everybody can find a mother or a sister in the house of God. And He brought us together as a family, regardless of our circumstances and our own personal family that God wants to bless the family. And what is the biblical principle of a blessing? What does the word blessing mean in terms of, of God and his word? Well, a blessing is a public declaration of a favoured status with God. The blessing endowed power for prosperity and success and can I just say, not just financial success. We often equate blessing with finances. But you know what? There's a lot of people with so much finances, but they are not blessed and they are miserable. The blessing serves as a guide and motivation to pursue a course of life within the blessing. So in other words, when you receive the words of a blessing, there is a powerful spiritual download that enables you to live in that blessing. So there's power in those words. And i tell you why I know that. I know, I mean, I'm from the Middle East. I'm Lebanese background, and, and if you don't know me, I'll just put that out there now. <laughs> but don't be scared, I'm, I'm all good. <laughs> so, in our family, in, in the Middle East where I come from, the words of blessing are constantly said. 
The same as in our culture, the words of curses are also said. But in my own family, one time I remember, I was talking to my mum on the telephone. So even in the little things, there's power. I was talking to my mum on the phone a couple of weeks back and she said to me, what are you doing today? And I said, oh, mum, I want to go and look for something to wear. You know, I go to work, I run out of different things to wear and I just want to go, you know, into Westfields and just buy something. And you know what her, as we hung up the phone, what her words to me were? And those words mean, if they're translated, are something like, may God bring you success. Just those little words. I couldn't, I, I put the phone down. I could feel in the spirit, I felt the strength. I thought such a, such a word, but I felt it in my spirit as I hung up the phone. I felt mum's love at that point when she said that. I thought, mum, you're so beautiful to say that to me. So I went into Westfield. I went into Maya. They had one of those super Saturday days. I thought, wow, I ended up getting something to wear that was on a rack that said 50% off already reduced. So to me, I remembered what my mum said. That was success for me right there. In the little things. In the little things. Mick was happy. Mick was happy. I went into, I went into Woolies to pick up a few things. Everything I picked up was on sale. I just felt that day the blessing that my mum had spoken over me wherever I went as I walked along. That was mum's little blessing. That was our family blessing. That was a, a mother blessing her daughter. The word blessing in the Hebrew means to kneel or bow the knee. That's what it means. So when you bless a person, when you're coming in and you're coming with a blessing, it's as if you are valuing that person and raising that person. As you go down, that person goes up. The same on the other end of that. When you receive a blessing, you come in usually in, the, in, the, in biblical times, you come in, you kneel, and a hand gets put on your head and you receive the blessing at the same time. So it's, it's really beautiful the way it's done, as if you are with royalty, you value that person. So it's very valuable when you bless and when you get blessed. It's a very valuable thing. And God's heart is to bless. God's heart is to bless us all. And we know that there's also a curse. And in Genesis, we, I just want to read quickly what happened. When, when God made Adam and Eve, they were in this beautiful garden, the Garden of Eden. The lions didn't eat people. Uh, the snakes didn't bite. You know, Adam was there and he was living among all these animals. It was just a different world to what we're used to now. So I just want to read from Genesis 3, 17 to 19. I'm just going to read what happened to that perfect world. Then Adam, then to Adam he said, because you have heeded the voice of your wife, and have eaten from the tree of which I commanded you, saying, you shall not eat of it. Cursed is the ground for your sake. In toil you shall eat of it all the days of your life. Both thorns and thistles it shall bring forth for you, and you shall eat the herb of the field. In the sweat of your face you shall eat bread till you return to the ground. For out of it you were taken, for dust you are, and to dust you shall return. And so the curse of death was birthed. But God was not shocked. God had a plan. And in the book of Genesis, the death and curse were birthed. And also in that same book, God did not wait till Matthew, book of Matthew for him to bless. He, in the book of Genesis, he created a solution. He bought a blessing. He counteracted the curse. He was not shocked. He was not taken by surprise. He had a plan. 
And his blessing was to break that curse of death, to break the curse also of cursed is the ground. He wanted to remove the toil. He wanted to remove the thorns and the the thistles. And through Abraham, the pre-plan, the precursor to Christ, through Abraham, God blessed every single family. Because Abraham did not withhold his only son. And if you look at that, it's like the story of Jesus, the same sort of thing, the only son being made a sacrifice. But of course, Isaac was not going to be the savior of the world. He could not break the curse of death. But God saw obedience in what Abraham did. The son of promise to Abraham, when he was almost 100 years old, this baby came along. And what God said to him in Genesis 12, 3, he said to Abraham, because you have done this, because Abraham had brought his son to be sacrificed and, and obeyed God, he said to him, I will bless those who bless you and I will curse him who curses you. And in you, all the families of the earth shall be blessed. So God was already there to counteract what was going on. And then in the New Testament, he confirmed that by saying in Galatians 3, 13 to 14, he said, Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law, having become a curse for us, for it is written, cursed is everyone who hangs on a tree, that the blessing of Abraham might come upon the Gentiles in Christ Jesus, that we might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. So God saved us right then through Abraham's obedience. So what is it that brings this blessing? I mean, sometimes in our own lives, we may not feel blessed, but you are blessed. I want to tell you this morning, you are blessed. I am blessed. We are blessed. And one of the things that actually opens the doors to blessing For Abraham, he's a great example that he obeyed God. There was obedience in his life. Nothing was too precious for him to give God. He was completely obedient. When God asked him to let go of his son, when God said to him, you need to give me that thing, you need to give me that thing that you totally love and adore, he gave him. He put him on that altar and he was ready to sacrifice his son. And I was reading as I was preparing in the commentary, Matthew Henry commentary, and do you know what it said? It was the most amazing, powerful thing. It said, those that are willing to part with anything for God shall have it made up to them with unspeakable advantage. Unspeakable advantage. That's the blessing of God. Unspeakable advantage. And Abraham was so obedient to God. He was, it hurt him. It nearly killed him to put his son on that altar. And as he raised up that knife to sacrifice his son in his heart, you can imagine what that was like. But God saw that, and through that, we are all blessed. Let's praise him. Yes, let's praise him. He did not wait to save us. He was just right there. And sometimes we're going to be asked to let things go. To be obedient to God, sometimes we have to let some stuff go. Sometimes we have to say, God, you take it. It's precious as it is to us. We've got to say, God, I'm going to be obedient to you. And that's exactly what Abraham did. And Genesis 22, 18, this is what it says. In your seed, all the nations of the earth shall be blessed because you have obeyed me. Because you have obeyed me. So I believe that our obedience unlocks blessings in our life, not just in our life, 
but in the life of our children. For Abraham's obedience, we received a blessing because of his obedience. Adam brought the curse on everybody because of his disobedience. Abraham brought the blessing because he was completely obedient in what he did. One of the other things I believe that unlocks blessings, and I can speak, I can witness of this in my own life and in my family's life, is serving God. That has unlocked blessings in my life that are are unspeakable, absolutely unspeakable. The amount of blessing that God has poured over my family because I have served God, because we have served God. And you know, when your children hit 18, you can't tell them what to do anymore. Can I just say that? We're in that season right now where kids can make their own choices. And the biggest blessing for us is that we're serving in the house of God. Now, I just want to tell you a little story. Like when Mick and I got married, um, we, we found it very difficult to conceive. So, and I've shared this story before, but for the benefit of those that, that, haven't, been, that haven't heard it. But for seven years of our, our marriage, we had no children. And after years and years and years of prayer, and what seemed to me, they were seven years, but to me, they felt like 70 years. You know, God blessed us. God blessed us. And one day when I was really pregnant with my first child and I sat on the porch on my veranda and I just, in my heart, I was connecting with God. I was just so grateful and I was thanking God for this child. And I was just just blessing God's name because of this child. And I said in my own heart, I said, God, I know that we live in the Western world and I know that we're living in 2000 and um, it was 1993 then. And I know that you can't tell your children what to do, but as much authority that I have over this child and as much power I have over this child, I wanted him to be like Samuel and I want him to serve you, him or her, I didn't know at the time, to serve you all the days of their life. And I remember praying this to God and I really clearly heard God say to me, teach this child music. And I thought, oh gosh, is that God or is that the devil? I didn't know. (laughs) Teach this child music. And I kept those words in my heart. And I started to look for a music teacher. I thought, you know what? I'd rather do it, take the risk doing it, than take the risk not doing it. So when Bradley was four years old, he was sitting at a piano having music lessons. That That was what I felt I had to do. I had to obey that voice that God gave me, that voice that I heard. I obeyed God. And it was a stretch for us. You know, music lessons weren't cheap. We did the best we could. And he did not leave that music teacher till he was 21 years of age. He did all the grades, get right to the top. And I felt like my job was done then. (laughs) Praise God. And last Sunday, I tell you, last Sunday, I could have died and gone to heaven. A very blessed woman. Last Sunday night, everything that a mother prays for happened to me last Sunday night. And I want to encourage everyone in a family to be praying for your family to be in the house of God. Last Sunday night, uh, we had a wonderful guest speaker. um, And at the end of the service, everybody came up for the altar call. And do you know what? I looked at my right, my daughter was there praying for somebody. I looked at my left, my husband and my youngest son were catching. I looked up on on the stage and my other son was worshipping God. That is the blessing. That is the greatest blessing. There is nothing like that in the whole world. There is nothing that is like that or closer to heaven, to my heart, than our children serving in the house of God. And I was reminded what it says in Joshua. I was reminded the prayer that I prayed when, when before Bradley was even born. Joshua 24, 15, it says this. And if it seems evil to you to serve the Lord, choose for yourself this day whom you will serve, whether the gods of your fathers 
the, the gods your father served that were on the other side of the river or the gods of the Amorites in whose land you dwell. But as for me and my house, we shall serve the Lord. As for me and my house, we shall serve the Lord. As for you and your house, I speak that over you right now, you shall serve the Lord. And you know what? You don't have to serve other gods. You could simply be serving yourselves. We could serve ourselves. We could have our own life. We could say, I've given you my life, God, but we could take it right back again. We could choose our own agendas. Our, own, our other gods could be our own our work or people in our lives. But you know what? The blessing comes when you are serving God. When you give your life away to Jesus, you give it away totally to Jesus. That's when the blessing comes. And the other thing I wanted to say was the greatest way you can bless, the greatest way you can receive a blessing is through the power of the mouth, the word. When you speak words over your family, when you speak words over other people, when you speak words over yourself, they are prophetic and they can be a blessing. They are a blessing. So we have to remember, I remember reading, you know, just last week, I'm just reading over how the blessings went in the Old Testament. Abraham spoke his blessing to his son Isaac. Isaac spoke his blessing to his son Jacob. And Jacob spoke a blessing to each one of his 12 sons. And then he blessed his two grandsons with the words of his mouth. And I remember as a young girl, my grandparents lived with us and my mum used to, sometimes, you know, grandparents, they can sort of be a little bit old fashioned and, and young people don't always appreciate them. And I remember once my mother saying to me, having your grandparents in the house means you have a blessing in the house. Because whatever we did, my grandmother was blessing. Whatever we did, if she asked for a glass of water, she would tack on the end of it. May God keep you. Whatever we did, may God bless you. In Arabic, every single time she asked for something or she said something, there was a blessing on that. And I remember that. And I try myself to say it in Arabic because it doesn't kind of fit in English. So I try to bless my children every single time. I just want to read one of the blessings from, um, from the book of Genesis 27, 26 that Isaac said. Now, Isaac thought he was blessing Esau. He was actually blessing Jacob. But listen to the words of the blessing. Then his father Isaac said to him, come near me now, kiss me, my son. And he came near and kissed him and he smelled the smell of his clothing and blessed him and said, Surely the smell of my son is like the smell of a field which the Lord has blessed. When you're blessed, you carry an aroma, you carry an atmosphere when you are blessed. Therefore, may God give you of the dew of heaven. There is always a spiritual blessing that comes on you, that opens your spirit to God. Of the fatness of the earth and the plenty of grain and wine, you will prosper financially. It's one of the blessings. Let people serve you and nations bow down to you. Be master over your brothers and let your mother's sons bow down to you. When you are blessed, God gives you this authority. You carry an authority. Cursed be everyone who curses you and blessed be those who bless you. And you know what? The blessing can be followed on. The blessing can be carried through to your children, to your family, to your friends. The blessing is in your mouth. The blessing is right there. Now Isaac committed him to the Lord and he said to him, may God bless you because sometimes we have to say the blessing and God will act on it. But if we withhold that blessing, then God won't move. You need to speak that blessing. 
God wants you to speak that blessing out of your mouth over people. So the earth is full of blessings. So God's moving on, actioning on every single thing that we say that is a blessing for somebody else. And too many of us may feel like we've missed out on our blessing. We may feel like our, our life's not blessed. We may feel like wherever we go that we're constantly, you know, battling things. Even in our relationships, who knows? But today I want to tell you that God wants to bless you. And I want God to bless you. And he wants to bless you even more than that. And I'm, gonna, I'm just going to read Deuteronomy 30, 19. And, and I just want us to listen to these beautiful words because blessings can be a choice. I call heaven and earth as witnesses today against you, that I have set before you life and death, blessing and cursing. Therefore, choose life that both you and your descendants may live. Choose life. Choose the blessing. And the word life in this context, it's translated as movement. So life is movement and ultimately it means movement towards God. And the curse, the word, the word death, sorry, the word death means moving away from God. And it's, I thought it was really strange that, or interesting that, you know, when, they, when God had to take Adam and Eve out of the garden, they had to get out of his presence. No longer was Adam walking in the garden with him. That's how the curse came. He had to be pulled away from God. But through Jesus and through the blessing, God is calling us to move towards him. The closer we get to God, the further we move towards God, the, the more we are going to feel and know and see his blessing. So let's be moving, moving. Let's choose life. Let's choose life. We have a choice. It's the, the blessing is there. We have to just choose it, take it. We just have to take that into our lives and know that we're blessed. Now, today I want to pray a blessing over every single one of us, over every family. So on your seats, you will find a little envelope. I want you to, each family to take one home. I'm going to pray a prayer over you, and that prayer is in that envelope. So I want us to stand up and raise our hands to God, and I'm going to pray a prayer of blessing over us. Let's raise our hands to heaven. And I just pray right now in the name of mighty Jesus, in the mighty name of our Lord and our Savior, in the name of the Lamb that was slain, that we remembered this morning, right now, that every curse will be broken. Every curse over every family is broken right now. In the name of Jesus, I declare that over this congregation right now in Jesus' name. And Father, I pray this prayer of blessing. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May his light shine upon you and heaven be open above you. May you and your generations inherit his promises. Let healing and wealth be your blessing. And the road he set be clear before you. May he always lead and guide you. May the work of your hands prosper with whatever good they do. May your spouse be faithful in heart and bring you joy. May your home be filled with the laughter of children. May your offspring flourish in his righteousness. May your household be found in the house of God and inherit salvation. Let peace and unity live in your home and joy be found among you. May your heart contain the love of almighty God. May you and your family live in continuous blessing and may he fulfill the desires of your heart. 
In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Just now while we're standing, I just want to ask everybody to close their eyes and just to bow our heads. I just want to ask a very important question. Do you belong to God's family? And a lot of people think that every single person is a child of God, but actually the Bible doesn't say that. And right now, I just want to make an invitation. The Bible says that when you give your life to Christ, when you give your life to God, you become his child. It's like when a child is born, they carry their father's name. Right now, I just want to say that you need to carry the name of Jesus. And I just want to put an invitation out there right now. Do you belong to the family of God? Do you know that you have that promise that was given to Abraham to have eternal life? Do you know that if something happened to you as you walked out of this building, that you would be in the family of God in heaven, that there's a place for you? I just want to ask you that question. If you're not sure, if you don't know, I want you just to raise your hand so God can see it. Everybody's got their eyes closed and every head is bowed. It's between you and God. I just want you to raise your hand. If you don't know that you belong to the family of God right now, I just want you to raise your hand so that I can see it. Just raise your hand. Thank you, God. Thank you, Jesus. I'll just give you another minute. Anyone at all? Thank you, God. I just want us to pray this prayer together because this prayer is a declaration and this prayer has power. So let's just pray that all together. Lord Jesus, I give you my heart. I give you my soul. I receive the Holy Spirit. I ask you to wash me of my sins, to dwell in me, and to give me your blessing. In Jesus' name, amen, amen, amen. Let's give him, let's give him a hand. Let's, let's worship him. Let's thank him that he has given us blessings. Let's bless his name. Amen. Awesome. What an amazing word. Can we thank Pastor Rhonda for that great word? So good. Who's feeling blessed here this morning? That was so powerful. Thank you, Rhonda, for speaking that blessing over us. It was beautiful. Why don't we just worship God right now?